Welcome to the Retirement Income Show with Michael Easton, where we're building your tomorrow. Powered by the Retirement Income Store and brought to you by Fellowship Financial. Be prepared to hear ideas, concepts, and strategies that may challenge the way you were taught to think about saving and investing for retirement. It's time to roll up our sleeves and get to it. Now, here's this week's Retirement Income Show, where we're building your tomorrow with your host, Michael Easton. Should I stay or should I go now? Should I stay or should I go now? If I go, there will be trouble. Hey everyone, I'm Michael Easton. Thanks so much for joining us for another edition of the Retirement Income Show. I'm sure you remember that classic song from 1982 by The Clash, Should I Stay or Should I Go? Well, right now, of course, it's living rent-free inside your head, but I get asked that question all the time from listeners. So today, we're going to help you discover if you're ready to retire or not. And it's not a cut and dry situation. And I realize it can be very complex because you have a lot of moving parts. It's kind of like that jigsaw puzzle that sits in the box on the coffee table that you always intended to start. I mean, you know exactly what I mean, I'm sure. The thought of dumping that thing out and taking the time to put it together can simply be overwhelming. So because of that, you just leave it alone for that ever moving someday. That's why on today's show, we're going to create a little checklist of six things to have in place So you can have the confidence that you're ready to go, ready to retire, stepping across that threshold. When it comes to retiring, I can tell you that COVID has changed the rules for a lot of people. And that's certainly the case for a couple I recently met with. Jay and Susan both plan to work until they hit 68 or possibly even seven. But when they came into my office at the end of 2021, They were both 65. During the height of COVID, they were both working from home and had been for nearly a year, just like a lot of us, and spent uh, a lot more time together. And fact is, they realized they kind of liked it. When they went back to work at the office, they realized how much they liked being home together and spending time together. And of course, they did get their work done during that time. But what it did was it triggered in their mind started to make them wonder if it's worth holding out for a couple more years or just retire now. That's when they realized that there were a lot of things to consider and to make sure that they put in place before they decide if now was actually the right time or not. So in that particular case, it was a good thing because it forced them to think about what ducks do we need to line up and get in a row So we can make a good decision. I mean, even if they were going to wait until 68 or 70, like originally, they'd still need to take that time and figure it out. So they came in to see me and we went through the checklist that I'm about to go through with you, our listeners. And it can, again, be a little overwhelming if you try to do it yourself, especially if that's not the business that you're in. But the first thing you have to do is you have to put in place is knowing what is going to fill the time when you don't have to go to work anymore. 
I mean, what are your goals? What does retirement actually mean to you? And listen, I mean beyond the first six months. Every single person that comes into my office can tell me what they're going to do right after retirement and, and even for the first few months. But think about it. You got to have a plan to fill 25 or 30 years if you live an average life. And that takes some thought. That takes some planning. I can tell you just from experience, the answers are going to be different for every single person. There are different colors and flavors and different lifestyles and different things that people like to do. Some of them involve activities. Some of them involve just engaging with other people. Some of them involve missions trips and things of that nature. It's just going to be different for each one of you. And yet it's one of the most important things that you can do before you even think about stepping into retirement. Because nobody comes into my office and says, well, I'm just going to sit on the lazy boy recliner for the next 30 years with my remote and watch TV. Now, if you haven't put some retirement goals in place, you're not alone, but we can help you do that. To get started, just call Fellowship Financial at 844-308-4861. That's 844-308-4861. Or you can go to fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. And we'll schedule a free retirement readiness review so you can be confident in your retirement decision. And as a CPA, PFS, we're a fiduciary and a partner with you. We want to look out for your best interest and your goals by making sure that you have a complete financial plan. And if you just got here, I'm Michael Easton with Fellowship Financial, and this is the Retirement Income Show. Today, we're giving you a checklist of three things to help you know if you should stay or should go into retirement. Thanks so much for being here. And number one on that checklist is those retirement goals. Remember, those goals have a cost tied to them. And that's why it's so important to dig deep and think about what that might mean. I mean, you have to consider what's the cost as you get into the next step, because travel could be a different cost, whether it's domestic or international. You've got hobbies. I mean, golf, fishing, pickleball is a big one today. What about missions trips? A lot of people enjoy spending time with their church family and and helping out in the field. And other people like to think about starting a new business, something that creates a little more revenue. For some people, it means work because the new definition of retirement is you work because you want to and not because you have to. If you're passionate about what you do, you love your job, then That could be your mission field as well. That absolutely works. But you got to get those goals so you can check the box. And once you've got number one down, those goals, then you can move on to number two because the budget is very important. Do you know how much money you need in order to pay the regular expenses and fund the goals that you designed in number one? That is critical. And there's a couple ways you you can figure that out. You can take a bottom-up approach if you're more analytical, or if you're not so analytical, you can do a top-down approach. And what I mean by those two things are a bottom-up means that you take all your expenses 
and you analyze them, maybe on a spreadsheet or if you use a, a software tool like Quicken, then you can print a report just to see how much are you spending to live your life on an annual basis or a quarterly basis or even a monthly basis. The other thing that's that's important to do is evaluate the cost of those things that you designed in number one, those goals, because travel can cost a lot of money, especially these days. Same thing with hobbies. So those things all have to be figured out into the budget. You can also do what's called a top-down approach, which is take your gross salary now and back out all the things that you're not going to be spending when you retire. So things like your 401k or depositing money into your 401k, you're not going to be doing that. And you're not even going to be contributing to social security anymore when you retire. So those things can come right off the top. If you're not going to have a mortgage payment, we'll back that out too. Those are things that reduce your your monthly income need so that you can accurately get a good picture of what retirement might look like for you. So very important to to figure it out. I mean, it's not a good idea to uh, to just go it and, and wing it. That's a scary proposition. That's a great way to go broke in retirement if you're not paying attention to what you have. And then another thing, number three is actually consumer debt. You know, just look at debt generally. For a number of reasons, it's not a good idea to have credit card or consumer debt when you step into retirement. So you'll want to pay that off before you retire. Mortgage debt is going to be a little bit different for every person. I mean, some people are are comfortable with having a mortgage payment and making that into their cash flow. Other people, not so much. It really freaks them out to think about having a mortgage when they retire. I call it the sleep number question. You know, if you can, if you can't sleep at all because you have a mortgage or you're losing sleep because you have a mortgage, then by all means, make that a, a goal to pay it off before you retire. And we can help you figure out how to do that. But if you're okay with it, then maybe you just make that payment and pay it off organically over time. I'm Michael Easton with Fellowship Financial. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Retirement Income Show. And today, we're building that checklist of six things you need to know to be sure you're ready to retire. If you missed an earlier part of the show, we've got your back. All you have to do is navigate to fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. Click on the radio show tab and you can replay any archived episodes of the Retirement Income Show whenever you want. Now let's get into number four. And this is a little tricky one because, you know, if your kids are still on your personal payroll, well, you might want to postpone your retirement a little bit or at least think twice about it. If they're still in college or maybe they live with you and you're still providing some support, you got to make sure that you have room in your budget for retirement if that's going to be the case. Another part of that might be parents. I mean, if your parents are living with you or if you're providing support or care from for them, again, it may be another reason to think twice about retiring now, but just make sure that down the road when you do retire, that you've got that piece worked out. I mean, I've seen this one be uh, be something that, that causes people to pause their retirement date, especially if there are some physical or financial needs 
that uh, that a parent has, and that's one of the reasons why they're staying at your, at your house or that you're helping them, whether they're close by or living in your house or in assisted living. One of those areas could cause you some additional costs. So you need to check this box too before you actually pull the trigger. So we got the first four. Now let's jump into number five, and that is social security. The fact is we all know that social security is part of retirement, but what role does it play? Just like that puzzle piece, you know it belongs somewhere, but you need to have it put in the right place or it could cost you more than $150,000 in your lifetime. You see, starting early at age 62, you'll take a 30% discount compared to what you might get if you wait till full retirement age. So think about the numbers. If uh, if your full retirement age social security is $2,500 and you start it early at age 62, it may be as low as $1,750. That difference is over $200,000 that you're giving up plus cost of living adjustments over your 25 to 30 year retirement. And I always tell people, you've got to plan for that 30 year retirement, even if you don't make it 30 years. I mean, it's always better to plan for 30 and live 20 than to plan for 20 and only live and, and actually live 30 years. That could be disastrous. But think about that $200,000. I mean, what could you do with an extra 200 grand? For me, there's a pretty long list of things that I would much rather do with that $200,000 than give it up to the federal government. It just lays a, fa- a solid foundation for your income. And in many cases, waiting till at least full retirement age is a good idea. Not always, but starting early means that you need to fill a gap for both medical insurance. Of course, you don't qualify for Medicare until you reach age 65 and also for income. That's exactly why you need to plan ahead. One way to make sure that you've checked all the necessary boxes is to schedule that free retirement readiness review with us, and we make it easy for you to do it. Just call us at Fellowship Financial at 844-308-4861. That's 844-308-4861. Or check us out at fellowshipfinancial.com, and you can schedule that retirement readiness review absolutely free. That's just another way that we help build your tomorrow at Fellowship Financial Group. Well, I'm Michael Easton with Fellowship Financial. This is the Retirement Income Show. If you just joined us, it's great to have you along with us. We are checking the boxes on your retirement checklist to determine like that famous Clash song from the 80s, should I stay or should I go? Stepping into retirement, that is, of course, you know, you've got to make that decision And you've got to make it with all the facts that you have. And if you like the radio program, make sure you tell a friend or a family member so you can get them connected to the Retirement Income Show as well. And we make it easy for you. Just go to fellowshipfinancial.com or point them to the website, fellowshipfinancial.com. Click on the radio tab. All right, now it's time for last but not least, number six. Do you have enough income to fill the gaps in your retirement. And this is probably the most important item on this checklist. If you get this one wrong, your successful retirement may be in jeopardy. We talked about your budget earlier in number two on the list. 
that tells us how much income you need. If your sources of income are social security, which we talked about in number five, and your investments or your savings, then it's imperative that you have enough dependable, predictable income from those investments to fill the gap between your social security and your budget. So walk with me on this one for a minute. I mean, let's try to visualize these dollar amounts. If your monthly budget for retirement is $7,000 and social security makes up $4,000 between you and your spouse, well, you have a gap of $3,000 a month that needs to come from somewhere. That's $36,000 a year of predictable and repeatable income. Now, if you have $200,000 sitting in the bank earning 0% interest and you start to draw three grand a month from your savings, day one, you are eroding your principal. And that is what can be very, very dangerous. You may run out of money too soon. You need to make sure that your investments are allocated in such a way that you can comfortably draw $3,000 a month out of income that's being generated from your investments in the form of interest and dividends and predictable income so that you're not eroding your principal. That is what causes so many problems. And that requires investing your money in things that are designed to pay interest, like preferred stocks or individual bonds or bond-like instruments. Maybe even fixed or indexed annuities could be helpful for some part of that money, simply to provide some guarantees depending on what your overall income needs. But some combination of these and some other things. But one of the biggest problems I see when people come to my office is that they want to retire. They want to keep the same investment strategy as they they had when they were working, when they were much younger and they had a longer runway to recover. You know, of course, at some point you're going to see a stock market crash. How are you going to recover from that if you're drawing money from your common stocks and mutual funds? Because that's what most people do in the in the accumulation phase of life. You're hoping that the stock market keeps going up every single year by the amount of money that you're taking out. You see, when you take when you have mutual funds, you have common stocks, if you need to take income, then you're forced to sell shares to get income. And that's manufactured income, fake income, because you're selling principal to get it. And if you're selling shares when the market's down, You have to sell more shares to get the same amount of income. That's where it can get dangerous because selling too much principal too soon in your retirement may mean that you run out of money before you run out of life. And there's another word for that. It's called speculating. That's what's so dangerous about it. Nobody knows the future. Alternatively, if you collect checks from interest and dividends that's generated from your investments, it's a renewable resource. If you spend it, it's going to come back the next time. And the great news is, if you don't need all of your income, then you can reinvest it, creating a natural hedge of growing income for down the road when inflation causes your income needs to grow or some other reason. Which one would you prefer? Think about it. Speculation or predictable and reliable? It's really not a hard choice. So having confidence in your timing And the decision to retire requires some planning, proactive. 
Part of that planning process is having a checklist so that you can determine if you're ready. And that checklist includes goals for retirement, not just the first six months, but 25 years. Number two, budget. Number three, you got to have your debt paid off for the majority of it, or at least paid way down. Number four, kids got to be off the dole. Parents off your payroll, unless you incorporate that into your budget. Number five, when to start social security. And number six is going to be making sure that you've got enough income to fill that gap, both today and 30 years from now. When you can check all those boxes on that list, you can be confident that you're ready to step across the threshold and into that stress-free retirement you always dreamed of. Well, I'm Michael Easton with Fellowship Financial Group. And once again, we are out of time. Thanks so much for being here. Make it an amazing week with the ones you love. And we'll be back next week with more of the Retirement Income Show. That's all the time we have for today. To speak with Michael Eastham off the air, call 844-308-4861. That's 844-308-4861. And for more information about Fellowship Financial, visit us online at fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. We will be back again next week at this same time for another Retirement Income Show. The opinions expressed on this radio show are based upon information considered reliable, though it should not be relied upon as such. Information presented is for educational purposes only. Moreover, no listener should assume any discussions or information presented serves as the receipt of or a substitute for personalized advice or from any other investment professional and is not intended as an offer of solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Advisory services offered through Fellowship Investment Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Fellowship Financial and Fellowship Investment Advisors, LLC, are affiliated entities. 